everyone and welcome back to our Star Paranormal Podcasts. This is Season 1, Episode 10. And in today's episode, I'm going to be covering the old age question of what is a ghost? Um, to me, I, I always found that question quite hard to answer because the truth is nobody can tell you what a ghost is. It's not like we've ever captured a ghost and dissected it. It all comes down to people's theories and beliefs of what a ghost is. And I, I don't think, in my lifetime anyway, we're ever going to be able to scientifically say this is what a ghost is. So I always found it more interesting to ask the questions of why. Why do ghosts appear? Why do certain people see ghosts? Why do they occur certain times of the years? Why are the reports so high of certain ghosts on their dates of their the anniversary of their death? Or, or things like that. And to me, that question can be answered a lot easier or maybe sooner than what is a ghost so I, i'm gonna try and dive into that the, the more looking at the, the perspective of why do these things occur now a lot of people come up to me and when we're on events and say jordan why is it that we never see a caveman ghost why do we never see a ghost of a modern man in a four-piece suit why do we never see a ghost that's in a Nike tracksuit bottoms and things like that? And to me, the, the answer is actually quite compelling um, and very interesting. And I'm only going to give you my theory of why this is. Now, if we look back to the, the modern age of when Victorian um, presence came about and the Victoria era, and how rife religion was back in the day, and how many people lived their life by the word of the Lord. Now, I just want you to think about that for a second. Because back then, people believed if you were a sinner, you burned in the internal fires of hell. If you were good and you obeyed the Lord's word, you lived an eternal life in heaven. And people were petrified they were absolutely petrified of going to hell. Now, especially back then, crime was quite large and, you know, occurred quite often. Now, my theory is that when these people passed on, the chances are they would have, at some point in their life, quote-unquote sinned whether it could be stealing a loaf of bread or something even a lot more drastic to, let's say, murder. There's a whole spectrum of good, bad and what's classed as a sin. Now, my opinion is when they passed away, if they had sinned in their life, their soul, their spirit refused to let go and pass on because they knew that they had sinned. And if they had sinned, that meant one thing. They're burning in hell. For eternity. Because they can't go up. They can't go to the pearly gates and sit next to God and live an eternal life. And they refuse to go down to hell and burn for eternity. So where are they going to go? They're going to stay right here. And that's my opinion. And then I come to modern day. 
how many 14, 15, 16, let's just say teen, teen, teenagers are scared of burning in hell? If you just think about that question for a second. Because if we went up to a 16-year-old these days and said, you've sinned, you should be ashamed of yourself and you need to know if you don't repent your sins, you're going to burn in hell for eternity. They'd probably laugh in your face. <laughs> Let's be honest. Now, that's why I think my opinion is why we don't see ghosts in tracksuit bottoms and things like that because they're not scared of passing on a lot of people these days aren't religious and if they are it's certainly not as to the book as it was back then and so the children or teenagers when they pass on they're not scared of burning in hell they might not necessarily believe in going up and sitting next to god so they let their soul pass on freely and that's my opinion of why we don't see people in tracksuit bottoms and things like that. And then you also have to think, OK, so why don't we see cavemen? And again, it's quite a simple answer. When cavemen were present, religion wasn't. The cavemen didn't know a first thing about burning, burning in hell and, and believing in the higher power of God. They might have believed in nature and the seasons and things such as that, but they did not know or have the knowledge of the devil and god jesus heaven hell so they when they passed away they could pass away freely and that's why i think it's very interesting that we don't see or there's hardly any reports of, of cavemen or modern day ghosts and i i think that's quite an interesting theory and unfortunately, people want want proof. And that comes to the back to the beginning of the podcast of what is a ghost. I can tell you my opinion on what a ghost is, but nobody in this entire world can prove what a ghost is. And that's why we do what we do. We're trying to collect evidence and work together to provide evidence to you all to prove what a ghost is. And I always come back to a, a quote somebody once told me. And, and the quote goes like this. To the believer, no proof is necessary. To a sceptic, no proof is possible. And I, and I think that's very true. Because to the believer, meaning me, my team, other paranormal investigators, we believe that there's life after death regarding the paranormal. We know there's more to life than meets the eye. We've seen and experienced things that we can't explain. So we don't hang our heads when we don't get proof. We don't need that proof to believe in what we're doing, to do this investigation that we do. But for example, a sceptic, no proof could be possible. Even if they saw a full-bodied apparition appear in front of them, they will not believe what they've seen. And I, I think that's very interesting, isn't it? It's a lot of people are closed-minded, and I'm a very open-minded person. Um, but it, it comes down to, unfortunately, sceptics need proof. And unfortunately, to put it bluntly, there isn't any solid proof that we could take to a scientist and say, analyse this, 
this is something beyond human nature. This is what a ghost is. Now, I want to also touch on the subject of reports of ghosts. Because I find it very interesting that if we look at the reoccurring themes of hauntings and ghost sightings, there's always things in common. So I've made just a short list of things that all these sightings have in common. And at the top of the uh, the list, it's obviously old buildings, particularly stone buildings. And I'm going to touch on that in a minute because there's a, something called stone tape theory. And I will go into that in a second. But so the list is old stone buildings, water, meaning rivers, streams, dams, the sea, old land. So maybe a land that has a burial site or rich history on that land and it always comes down to the ghosts have reportedly been seen in these buildings or next to water and to me i find it very interesting that all the ghost sightings have these things in common so like i was saying that the stone tape theory now this is something that in my opinion could be a breakthrough answer, if enough people knew about it and studied it, we could finally get the answers that we're looking for. So the stone tape theory is an idea that ghosts and, and you know hauntings are basically tape recordings and impressions in these materials. Things such as rock, metal, water, things that can be a conductor Okay, things that can hold all these energies. And you, you have to think, why would, why are these reports always in old buildings? Well, you have to think to yourself, all these stones that make up this, this building of where the ghosts are seen have been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. And if we look the equipment we use we say that the ghosts can manipulate the electronic man magnetic field now if you take a brick that is let's say two to five hundred years old and we analyzed that brick there is still energy and electricity being held within that brick so one brick can be a conductor okay so if you think you have a brick that's containing the energy. And then if you think you've got thousands and thousands of those bricks making a building, a house. And somebody died in that house. And their energy, because they refused to pass on, like we said, with heaven and hell. Is stored within the bricks, within the fabric of the building. And that can be replayed. By replayed, I mean that all the energy that they had within that building is replayed and projected for people to see. And that can be going on to things such that I believe as residual hauntings. Okay, so residual hauntings are things that happen over and over again. Okay, so they're like a loop, like a film. So it would be maybe the ghosts 
anniversary of their death or a special time to the ghost or they're always seen at a certain time or always seen in a certain room and to me the reason that is is because when they passed the energy that they projected onto these bricks or water basically contains them and it just replays their memories their energies like like a film and we watch that and we see that and it's a very interesting theory. It also goes with water. A lot of the sightings are seen when ghosts are near water. And the reason for that being is that you have to think of spirits such as elemental ghosts and, and spirits that contain all of the energy of elemental ghosts. And I'm going to read you uh, what an elemental ghost is. So the definition of an elemental spirit is basically a type of ghost that is said to be a spirit that never exists in human form. For this reason, um, basically, it, ancient spirits believe that it represents earth, air, fire, water, and um, woodlands, and the rivers, and the mountains, and the valleys, and it takes the energy of the natural human earth and feeds off that. So, that's not necessarily saying that a ghost um, was, is, is always going to be seen by water. Um, but you do have to think a lot of the reports do connect to water. So a lot of ghosts are seen in lighthouses, boats, um, buildings near the seas. Um, there, there's so many reports and I, I, I can honestly go on for this for hours and probably bore you all. Um, but I, I think a lot of people fail to understand that in my opinion a lot of the times the ghosts don't know they've passed on now you have to think regarding to the heaven and the hell if they refuse to pass on that's one thing but why else would there be ghosts here well in my opinion it's because they don't know they're dead this could be due to many reasons such as sudden death traumatic experiences accidents it could be soldiers that refuse to pass on or they don't know they've um they've passed on into spirit world and they're still waiting to come home to their wife and their children it could be murder victims they were alive one minute and the next minute they don't know what's happened and they don't want to pass on. Because it also says in the Bible. You will be refused into heaven. If you have been like bodily dismembered or anything like that. So if you're not, if your body is not whole. You cannot enter heaven. Just an interesting theory in my opinion. That I don't think ghosts know they're dead. A lot of them anyway. So they, they don't want to pass on. Because they've got things waiting for them. They've got their families, their friends. They've got unfinished business here. And in my opinion, these spirits won't pass on for those two main reasons. Because they don't want to burn in the fire of internal hell. And they can't enter the pearly gates of heaven. Or they don't know that they've passed the spirit world. And if they do know, 
they're searching for something. Just something to think about, guys. A lot of people that reportedly seen ghosts have seen the same type of apparitions and figures. Um, for those that don't know what an apparition is, again, I can read you the definition of an apparition. So apparitions are recognisable figures that are not only seen but can be heard or felt. Uh, so the spirit can be recognised as a human or even, like I said before, an animal. And they can be seen within a sort of figure. Now these reports come back to me as usually as a white figure. It's always a white figure, isn't it? You always hear it in the folk tales and the horror movies. It's always a white ghost and silhouette. Now, I've only ever seen an apparition once out of my years of doing this. And funnily enough, yes, it was a white figure. Um, you can't see any human features. And if you Google ghost photos, and if you look for... There's one famous photo that was taken at Raynham Hall, and it's considered to be one of the most accurate ghost photos ever taken. And I've been lucky enough to investigate at Raynham Hall. And the photo that was taken is very similar to what I saw. It's just almost like a white mist in the, in the shape of a body, but there's no features. And I, I think it's quite interesting because a lot of people tell me that they see full faces and they see, you know, body parts and eyes and things like that. And I, I, I just find it very interesting because the human brain has a tendency to pick things out and notice things and associate those things with what's occurring in front of you. Um, a lot of people can see faces in, in objects or body shapes and objects and I, I think it's quite important to touch on the human psyche as well and there's the um, the ability to see these faces it's called um, pareidolia and it's what that means is it's basically the tendency to see faces in objects patterns or for example if people cloud watch and they see shapes in clouds. Well, quite obviously, it's not the shape of, let's say they see a, a shark. It's not a shark, it's a cloud. But your brain has associated that shape of a shark. Now, to me, I think it could be possible that people see things, maybe in the corner of their eye, or they see things in front of them, and their brain naturally associates these things with facial figures. And they see this and they associate that with seeing a ghost. And I've had many reports of this. Um, I, I mean, I do it myself. I can be walking down the street and see something in the wall and, oh, it looks like a human face. And people do this every single day. And especially when you're on an investigation and your senses are already heightened, you see things that aren't necessarily there. And it's just very interesting to me that the human psyche naturally wants to have a, a logical reason for everything that you see. But when you see something such as an apparition that you know isn't pareidolia, it isn't your natural psyche playing tricks on you, 
and you can't explain it, then that's when people get hooked onto this kind of thing. Because they can't, they can't sleep, they can't believe what they've seen. That Their religion is completely thrown out the window because they, there's no possible way that they've just seen this apparition of somebody. But yeah, it's happened. And I, I think it's just very interesting and something people should really take into consideration. Because when I've been on events previously and people have reportedly spoken to me and seen these things. I always find it funny that I don't tell them where the most active rooms are in the venue. Okay, I'll say that now. Whenever we're investigating somewhere, I don't say where the locations of the venue and the active parts are. But if we get a sighting or activity in a certain room, I will always make sure I go to the person looking after us at the venue and say, has this, has there ever been reports of such and such in this room? And I will make a list of what they've told me they've seen. And I will relay it back to the person. And nine times out of ten, they will say, do you know what? Yes, that's uh, we've had many reports of this. And we think this is why. And they tell me that somebody died in that room. Or something traumatic happened in that room. And again, I believe that's linked to the stone tape theory that people are seeing the same thing as the people before them. And that's just the residual haunting. It's just my opinion. Obviously, we have intelligent hauntings where spirits can see you, they can interact with you, and that's when we're on investigations and we ask them to touch the equipment and they do so. That's considered an intelligent haunting. Now, the reason I'm doing this it's because I want to have all the evidence possible to take to people and say, this is why I believe ghosts are real. And unfortunately, nobody in this world has enough evidence to stand before anyone and say ghosts are real. It's something that you feel, something you experience, and something you have to see with your own eyes. If you are close-minded... I don't believe you will experience these things. I believe if you're open-minded, you become susceptible to seeing these things happen. I think the more times that you go on investigations, you start to feel the, the change in the atmosphere. Your, your wiring in your brain, and I, I honestly do believe this, your wiring in your brain changes to recognise changes of situations when paranormal activity occurs. And I think it's quite interesting as well, because I believe, again, this is my opinion, that everybody's wired differently, okay? I believe it takes a certain type of person to experience paranormal activity. I think it takes a certain type of person to see a ghost. And I think it's the way that we have an outlook on life, the way that we view the paranormal world in general, if we're a sceptic or not. And I do believe that people that have been through certain situations are more susceptible to seeing a ghost. And I think it's because your brain becomes on a frequency. If you've had a traumatic life and you've been through some tra traumatic experiences, I believe your brain is now on a frequency that is relevant to a spirit. And because of the, tr the frequencies and the traumatic energy that you've both shared, you become one. And then you see that spirit 
It might only be for a split second. Nobody else might see it. Nobody else might believe you. But if you know you've seen it, and you believe, and you go and tell someone that you've seen a ghost, what are they going to say? Prove it. They're going to want proof. And to this day, that is what my work and my lifelong goal is to do. My research is to try and prove and collect evidence to show that ghosts and the paranormal is real. If you've had any experiences with ghosts or you've seen an apparition or poltergeist activity, write in to us guys, send us a message and we can read out your stories on the podcast. We love interacting with you all. So again, don't be shy to interact with us. If you have any any evidence, any videos, any photos, share them with us. If you have EVPs that have been recorded, you don't quite know how to analyse properly, or you don't quite know what's been picked up on this EVP session, send them to us and we'll analyse them for you. Because we, we don't do this just as a business. We do this because we want to prove the existence of ghosts. That's our lifelong work that we are doing. All this time and money that we invest into the paranormal side of the world. It's because we know there's just something more to life. And no, we can't quite put our fingers on it yet. Nobody can. But that's our goal. One day to be able to say... This is what a ghost is. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, guys. Um, I hope you're all doing well with the lockdown. And I, obviously it ends December the 2nd. So fingers crossed we'll be able to see you all again soon. Um, as always, guys, take care. Stay safe. Look after yourselves. And um, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.